You're listening to the Techpedition Podcast, episode 83. Let me hold your hando, Lando. Hello and welcome to the Techpedition Podcast. It is February 10th, 2011. I am your host, Sergio. Hey, this is Carl. I've been gone a while. Didn't know what I was doing, but I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of <laughs> like that. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm, uh-huh. I'm Clarence. You can, Hi, Clarence. You can follow me on Twitter, Woodonball, or go to my website, IamClarence.com. I am Clarence. That that's your. That's awesome. Really. IamClarence.com? Wow. Yes. I need to, I need to buy com. Because Clarence Brown was taken. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you guys, it, this this is the 83rd episode of the Technician Podcast. Did you know that 83 is a prime number? Yes, I think I did know that once upon a time. <laughs> oh, there's not even to the decimal point. There's no even division. Right. Yeah, the only divisors are 1 and 83. Awesome. How's Good that for enough. a chunk of math? <laughs> well, it's a, it's a slow news week, so we, we don't have too much to talk about. Uh, but we do have some interesting news. Uh, looks, looks like I'm going first this week. So, big news out of Activision. They are cutting a lot of properties. Uh, biggest of which is Guitar Hero. Yay. Yay. Like, <laughs> they announced this week that the Guitar Hero business unit has been completely disbanded, which basically means there will be no Guitar Heroes for the foreseeable future because you, you can't make a Guitar Hero game without a dedicated business unit handling all the, the licensing nightmares. Uh, they, they also said Tony Hawk, uh, that franchise is on hold. Uh, and they outright canceled the game True Crime Hong Kong that was uh, supposed to come out, I think, later this year. Why was that even up for a sequel? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They're, also, DJ Hero is gone. They're, they're not doing any more of those either. Now, I mean, it would be interesting to see DJ Hero come back, but, I mean, come on. Guitar Hero has been on a steady decline since the second one, if you ask me. <laughs> I mean, Rock Band basically yeah. came in and took his thunder. That's true. Rock Band is is hands down a better game. There's there's been a few bright spots since Rock Band came out, but it, it's it's just weird thinking that it's only been five years. Yeah. Since the first Guitar Hero, and now it's like we're done. No more. All those plastic instruments you have. I hope you enjoyed the games you played with them. Well, just had to keep listening to the same music. I think only Madden can be milked uh, yearly like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, even getting tired of Halo. Bunch got tired of Halo. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just oversaturation, and uh, and one of the things I don't think they did well at all was like their uh, DLC component. I mean, like Rock Band, like pretty much killed that. And I mean, the the Guitar Hero side, I don't think it did nearly as well on that end. No, they they haven't done DLC nearly as well as as Rock Band or as frequently. Um, they they more wanted people to buy their discs, and in the in a matter of five years, they released like fifteen games. Oh man, that's yeah, way, way too much. Ridiculous! <laughs> wow. How many Guitar Hero that's, games came out? Well, the other thing too 
they just didn't do the game right. You know, you know, Rock Band at least tried to, you know, look like you were sort of playing the notes. You know, Guitar Hero just threw crap up there just for difficulty. You know, those button presses didn't make a sound whether you pressed them or Hmm. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the note tracks were much better in Rock Band. That, that, but I don't know about that. I don't know about them being uh, not mapped properly to sounds. Now they they probably were too, more difficult on purpose. Yeah, I, I I'm mean sure sounds that were mapped to it. Yeah, I mean they they were going for the hardcore audience, and then I mean you just think about it; these games aren't suited for the hardcore they suit for the suited for parties and and you know pick up and have fun with your friends i mean i don't know <laughs> well there there's three distinct crowds that these things uh uh are are marketed to and one is music fans two is 15 year old boys who want to play with their fingers <laughs> Three is the casual, you know, the casual pickup during a party. Uh, karaoke gears. Yeah, the uh, exactly karaoke gears. Um, the finger guys, you know, they're they're gonna like your your Dragon Force, your you know all your metal track packs, the Guitar Hero Metallica. You know, they're they're really gonna be into the harder the better. The Music people are like, just give me good music. I don't care if it's easy or if it's hard. If it's good music, that's what I want to play. And that seems to be the the target audience that Harmonix is going towards with Rock Band because people who like Rock Band really like Rock Band. And they, they don't care if this is a fad. They don't care if, uh, if X number of copies sell or if the game is hard. They just enjoy experiencing the music via the instruments. The, and the interface is much better. Oh yes, the interface like, is better. Yeah, I like those bars a lot better than those what, what, buttons or discs yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but the casual fan has been gone for a couple years. Yeah, and that's where all the money comes in. Yeah, I mean, and they they tried to what was it Band Hero that they did. They, I lo- I love Band they, Hero. They, they, to me, they should have went more down that path of. I mean, that's sort of what Rock Band is doing. I mean that. Even though it's it's still more of the hardcore, well, I ain't gonna say hardcore, more of the rock stuff. They they they're branching out into other genres. I mean, with with no problem. Right, right. And Guitar Hero, it, Band Hero was was a fun game, but it was basically just a skin for Guitar Hero Five. So it it wasn't really its own property, and I don't think it was marketed well. And I think at that point it was already too far gone to save. But rest in peace, Guitar Hero. I'm gonna miss you at least until until they reboot it. Because you know, in three or four years, somebody will somebody actually be like, "Why don't we do another guitar game?" Yeah, I'm, I mean, also I think it's gonna take a, a jump in the technology somehow. But I mean, I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's it's possible, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't see them. It like they got really pissed off when they didn't sell any copies this year, so <laughs> I don't see it happening. We may have different instruments in the future or something that would be fun to simulate 
or they may go one of the one of the older instruments. What's that? The, the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> Ukulele hero. <laughs> All right. So so there's a new phone out on it's, Verizon. Oh ah, yeah. It's not new. Yeah, it's a, a new <laughs> a new old phone or or an old phone going to a new carrier or an old carrier gets a new old phone. I would enough of going in circles. But Verizon finally has the iPhone. You know, it's been rumored that they're gonna get an iPhone ever since the iPhone what one? Do they even title it the iPhone one? Oh, the, the original iPhone. <laughs> iPhone Prime. iPhone <laughs> Prime. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that phone launched today. Um, as far as I know, Best Buy sold out immediately online, and they updated their button to say "Order in store." And if you clicked it, it would open up your print dialog box, which was kind of funny. But uh, Verizon were still taking orders, and me and myself being a Verizon customer. They had been, you know, emailing me for the past month or so. Hey, don't forget to pre-order. You get to pre-order early because you're a customer, and you're eligible for upgrade. Please get a new phone. But yeah, I'm gonna wait. Uh, the iPhone 5 is right around the corner, and plus getting an iPhone 4. I'm pretty sure Verizon and Apple have given it more control or power to do what they want. I I like my older model phone that I can hack and get my free tethering on. I'm not trying to pay what was an extra ten bucks, twenty bucks for that that Wi-Fi uh, thing that they yeah, put the on high it. Spot. Yeah, the, the high spot thing. But and yes, it, it definitely looks great. Some, something you mentioned, mentioned though, uh, got me thinking. Do you think Verizon is going to get uh, same day releases for further iPhones, like future iPhones, or will there be a, an AT&T exclusivity on those? That's a good question. I truly believe. That when the iPhone 5 comes out, I don't think Verizon is going to get it simultaneously. I don't know or think if there's a contract out or some agreement they may have with with Apple. But even so, you know, a lot of iPhone 4 purchasers know the 5 is coming out. But I think in their heart and I think even in Verizon's uh, head, it, it wouldn't be wise to release the next phone in less than what June is what less than four months away, five months away. Yeah, I mean, so that, yeah, I, I I think it will be. I, like you said, it may be some uh, a thirty day, uh, you know, window where they don't release it, or ninety day, something close like that. But I mean, even with the current uh, iPhone four and Verizon, uh, the guys broke into it, took it apart, and found out that the seat the uh, the the chip that is using for a signal is capable of uh, it's a Qualcomm chip and it's capable of CDMA as well as GSM on the chip. Now it doesn't have the SIM card, of course, but the the, the actual chip that is using is capable of both. And if if see see them using the same architecture going forward, where I mean it's not going to be that hard to do, to make a phone that's either CDMA or uh, GSM. Yeah, you know, knowing Verizon, you know, Verizon likes to release their world edition of phones, too. So, you know, they may come out and, you know, actually make a SIM card model for those who want to take their Verizon iPhone international. But really, the whole point of getting a Verizon iPhone is so you can supposedly be on the more reliable network. Because when you're overseas, you're not on Verizon's network, which kind of defeats the purpose. Well, yeah. yeah. 
I, but I, this whole iPhone 4, iPhone 5 thing, I don't think it's an issue because I know several people who have iPhone 4s and they had iPhone 3Gs and they had, you know, they had iPhone 1. And when that new one came out, they're like, okay, upgrading. It, it, it wasn't a question as to when they're going to upgrade. It's a question as to when it comes out, I'm going to upgrade. So... I don't. I, if they really want Verizon service and Verizon coverage, they will make the switch no matter if the iPhone 5 is coming. Yeah, and that's the funny thing, too. It's like everyone is doing a, a buyback program for these iPhones, too. You know, you can bring in an AT&T iPhone, and I think the only thing you get is like 200 bucks or something like this. So it's kind of ridiculous if you just got this. Well, you signed a contract at 200 bucks, but they're not going to buy you out your contract. But uh, I don't know. It's it's crazy. I also saw too that Sprint and T-Mobile and all the other carriers. I hear that they're kind of locked out from getting an iPhone per se. So I'm guessing there's an only contract between Verizon and and AT&T with Apple, which is kind of hilarious that they would do that. <laughs> I like it's it's crazy that this is even news. <laughs> to, to be to, to be honest, <laughs> it is funny, but you know, some Verizon should have should have made Apple make a red iPhone. You know, just to be <laughs> that would have been interesting. They should have mm. had a red iPhone. <laughs> but yeah, that's enough of Verizon. But like everyone keeps saying, what phone are you gonna get? I really would love to see Sprint's Samsung Epic 4G cross carriers, or I would really love to see. Uh, that LG Envy Touch phone, that that aesthetic, that three-inch touchscreen on the outside with the clamshell design with a full QWERTY keyboard on the inside, I would love to see that design with you know one of the gigahertz processors in it and you know one of the newest Android OSs. That that would be my dream phone. So yeah, I'm definitely still not an Apple convert. Carl, yeah. you're not a touchscreen convert. No. Your fingers yeah, my big. fingers are too big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned to use my fingernails on my other touchscreen, and fingernails would not work on capacitive. So. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, well, speaking of ridiculous technology, well, IBM built a computer that they're going to put on Jeopardy. I, I know you you guys probably have seen the commercials, uh, you know, with the dudes talking about why build a computer to compete on Jeopardy because of of the the challenge, you know, the, the IBM commercial that's been that's been airing lately, and he's serious. They they seriously put together a a supercomputer to try to beat the the uh, champions of Jeopardy, and the the episodes are scheduled to air next week. That's not fair. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, can a computer just look up anything it needs in its own database? I mean, the, I but guess the hard part would be the the voice recognition, deciphering, and uh, analyzing what the question is, and then getting an answered. Choosing keywords to search for. Exactly. But it's, 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 who it's not as easy there. as you think. Because not only does it have to do all of that, it has to do it in a matter of seconds. It has to know literally everything. Dude, if you hook me up to the internet, I can answer any question in a few seconds. <laughs> but not, no, not as fast as Jeopardy people can. I don't know. Well, yeah, that is true. Because, like, even your, well, I guess this is on a cell phone level, 
But even when you know talking to your phone, you'd be like, "Hey, call this person." There's there's enough lag between it, you know, doing what you asked, than what I guess a human being who knows the answer can pull it out real quick. But if you don't know the answer, the computer should always know the answer. So yeah. do these champions know every answer? Well, obviously not, but they're going to be the, the smartest guys Jeopardy's had in a long time. Uh, he, that guy who won like a hundred and some odd Jeopardy episodes in a row, he's Ken Jennings, he's going to be on it. Yeah, but like like Carl said, you're almost guaranteed to get the right answer on the computer every time. It may be a little slower, but it's probably a 100% success rate of getting the right answer. So, I mean... I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> it's like the the article that I posted. If you read it, the 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 guy who who you know is helping design the computer makes it seem like the computer has to do a lot of work, and a lot of times it'll come. The the question is not clear because because you know Jeopardy questions aren't what is the tallest mountain in the world. You know the questions are like Mount Saint Helens, and That's you true. have to take that. And compare it to what the category is to then formulate an answer based on your knowledge and what knowledge you can find. And he said that you know it basically searches everything, and then when the answers come back, it picks amongst the answers it finds as to which one is probably the right answer. So it's not always right. So it's pretty much using Google, and it's always clicking on "I'm feeling lucky." <laughs> <laughs> you lucky punk. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um but uh, apparently apparently the, the the first the the first software that they put together and first hardware software combination when they asked it a question, it took a long time for an answer to come back. Like minutes upon, you know, hours just to say, "Um, is it blue?" And of course, that whittled it down to where it can get you know spit out answers within two three seconds. Mm. So I'm probably going to TiVo this. <laughs> you know, it'd be interesting if they like I don't know ask it. Uh, I don't know like a I can't even phrase it right, but like ask it a question for like a certain like unique meaning of a word. So is it gonna like? Would have made a search Urban Dictionary or something there. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but uh, which also was curious. Is it a? Is it using an internet database or are the designers putting in as much info as possible on this one machine and it has no access to an external repository? I I don't think it has access to the internet. Mm. That would be dangerous. Oh, so it's really only a smart. As the people who's programming it thinking Jeopardy questions would be about. The smartest so database. Like, yeah, so like if Jeopardy all of a sudden popped out and said, I don't know, who made Metal Gear Solid? You know, those developers might not even think about, you know, Kojima putting him in the, the database. Well, well, the whole thing is if they take databases of all different, you know, types of media, they don't have to know who, you know, who made Metal Gear Solid, but had they dumped in a giant database of video game stuff, I'm sure that thing will know. Yeah, that's true. Or what is uh, what is Cliffy B's real name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that ever come up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm, when I saw the commercial, I was pretty interested, so I'm probably going to watch it. Mm. 
getting closer to those big robots, I guess, that are smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a new Transformers movie is coming out. <laughs> yeah. And and, yeah. And, and, and and the toys are popping up. Now, if you like me and watch the uh, the cartoon from the 80s, whenever uh, Optimus Prime got ready to transform, his uh, trailer like kind of just disappeared in the in in the ether. <laughs> 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 I never knew how to have him. Hammer space. Yeah. Every, magic bounding. Every so often he would use it. Uh, he'd have these little mini machines that run out that come off of it and like help him fight, and it'll open up and it's like this little battle base or whatever. Uh, but yeah, the toys for the new movie are out, and apparently his trailer is going to act its as some kind of armor uh, in this new uh, picture of, of, of upcoming toy, the Mega MechTech Ultimate Optimus Prime figure. Yes, I just said that. MechTech? <laughs> MechTech Ultimate Mech-tech. Optimus Prime. Uh, has wow, three modes. Butterfly wings. Vehicle, robot, and robot with mech suit, and and yeah, his trailer is his mech suit, and it has wings. <laughs> hey, at least they're, they're sticking to some sort of, you know, logical continuity. This is stupid. Uh, like, uh, he's got a trailer. Let's uh, let's just make it Transformer <laughs> too. Hey, I hope this is just them indulging in the uh, with, with having the toys, because you know sometimes they do have like some crazy toys that come out. But uh, if if this is in a movie, I'm through. Uh, I think you're through, <laughs> uh, because I'm almost positive that the internet is a buzz about um, Optimus Prime looking like a bumblebee. Oh god! See, because <laughs> I I think in the the trailer like the, the trailer that aired during Super Bowl was really short, and if you weren't paying attention closely, you probably mi- you know most people probably missed a lot of stuff. But I think there's a shot of him with wings. Wow. I think. Oh. Well, I don't know. You know, I think it's because of the toy, but I think in motion with that good art they, that our style they have for the Transformers, I think it would look really good. You know, the wheels are still spinning on the edge of the trailer or whatever. And this is stupid. Know, it. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> I, well, yeah, it looks bad in this toy. Yeah, he looks like a you know, freaking butterfly with with wink. He even has the antenna. I'm just noticing that. <laughs> <laughs> they should just yeah, that's, that's, they should just can all the uh, Transformer movies and start making Gundam movies. <laughs> that's next, dude. That's <laughs> exactly what's going to happen. I'm on board. I would love a Gundam, Gundam wing. <laughs> uh, my, my only issue with this is what does a robot need butterfly wings for? Who knows? Doesn't it have like jets or something? Jets or something? Or <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Like it's not like it does not look like he could flap those and you know do anything. <laughs> okay, actually, no. I'm I'm scrolling through the trailer right now. He does have wings, and they have jets attached to them. So that toy is canon, you guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> The Mech-Tech Ultimate Optimus oh, Prime. I hate you, Michael Bay. <laughs> Wait, Michael Bay is not in this one. Isn't he not doing the third movie? Yeah, he's doing it. Yeah. Oh, he's doing it. You I can tell he he's doing he it. Do it. <laughs> I could have sworn I remember hearing he said he wasn't going to do it. No, that was, uh, what's her name? Yeah, he's the one that got rid of, rid of your, your Megan, girl. Megan Fox, yeah. Oh, good. She didn't 
serve any purpose anyway. Yeah, that's pretty much what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still going to watch it because you know, it's like a train wreck. At least, it, except this train wreck really explodes and then transforms into something, and then they beat each other up. So. <laughs> and something else explodes. Something else explodes. And it yeah. has wings. So like I'm a, so yeah, I'm a I, guy. I don't. I don't need to care about anyone in the story. I just want to see stuff blow up. That's right. Like I know this movie's gonna suck, but when that trailer came on and I saw those two cars wreck into each other and then transform, yeah, I went, tight. "Oh shit!" You know, I got all excited. So we'll see. Should be fun. Uh, speaking of geek stuff. Smallville, as we know, this is the last season of Smallville, uh, and it will end on May 13th, so the countdown is three months away, like 90 days until the end of uh, Smallville. Uh, and it, it, rumors you know, had been, had been a buzz that, that Michael Rosenbaum was coming back to play Lex for the finale, and that's what everyone wanted, and apparently that's also what the CW wanted and Warner Brothers wanted, but apparently it's not happening. Michael Rosenbaum has turned down the Smallville finale, saying, "Nope, don't want to come back." It would be nice to have him come back, man. I, don't, I mean, the, I don't blame him though. The show has been going on for ten years. Yeah, but even Lana came back for a little while. Yeah, you know the funny thing? He his look is not that unique. I'm pretty sure they can easily find another bald white dude that looks just like him. <laughs> They can do the part with no trouble. Oh, Carl. Well, if, if, you've, if you've been watching this season, yeah, they have, because they've, they've oh. had a bunch of Lex clones <laughs> of different ages, and they're all just bald white dudes. They should just go ahead and make them bald black dude, like in Justice League cartoon. Hey, that'll be funny. And that, They'd be like, what happened? I'm from uh, Earth number 23 or something like that. <laughs> Uh, apparently, Michael Rosenbaum wants to focus on his writing career. What has he written? I don't know, but that just tells me that he's gotten fat and probably can't play the role. <laughs> oh. Well, you know Darkseid, your, your favorite villain, is going to be on the finale, or supposedly. I don't know. As long as he ends up in tights and a cape, the finale will be a success. Has the show started back up yet? Because I haven't been watching. I think it starts back up tomorrow. Okay, I might tune in. I think. Otherwise, I'm a week behind, but I will be caught up by the time the the two-hour finale airs. I think the only show I'm waiting for to start again is True Blood. Oh, are you a True Blood convert? (sighs) I've been watching since the beginning. Uh, I enjoy all the yeah. porn. I don't have HBO, so is is there like a a, a term for that vamp porn? Yeah. Vampire porn, vamp porn. Well, you know, actually, the vampires are kind of taking a side seat. They have they've introduced a bunch of were people in there now, and oh gosh, the girl, she's <sighs> she's an elf. She's actually elf descent, and. Like they've actually changed the the story from the book a lot too. The main two black There's characters a book for this. are actually <laughs> descendants of witch doctors, so now they're bringing other magic in there as well. So, oh it's, man, it's kind of- oh yeah, that'll make 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 more make more sense. Add witch doctors. Uh, I'm kind of like through with this, this these type of uh, movie uh, movies or shows. Uh, Everybody's I, I can't get on board. Uh, yeah, like I I will give Twilight a pass. 
you know, because it's it's the big one. Yeah, Twilight sucks. It's, but it, it's it just does. a teeny bopper, well, yeah, lonely, horny teenage girl. You, you're not the target audience for that. That's fine. <laughs> but I'm willing to give it a pass. Like you're you you're allowed to exist, but we don't need two TV shows. You know, an alternate movie. Uh, now werewolves are popping up and everything too. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Then uh, I know. Have y'all heard this show on Sci-Fi called T Human? I think it's Too Human. Uh, no, Being Human. Yeah, Being Human. That yeah, video. the guy that, that played that uh, video game is up. The guy from Smallville. I forgot what character he played. Is on there. The Teague guy. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. And then there's like a vampire character, werewolf character, and like this dead girl. It, that's the three. There's a ghost. In the dead girl. Would that be like the Frankenstein or the zombie? Oh, a zombie. Oh, there you go. <sighs> Saturation well, of the market, one, man. One thing I can't mm-hmm. say about they, they are guitar heroing up the <laughs> vampire world. <laughs> can we just like start yeah, using guitar hero in any case with something that's just being oversaturated? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> it, got, it got guitar, guitar heroed. That's what happened to it. Oh, man. <laughs> well, see, the one positive thing I think I can say about True Blood is I actually feel like she could play a decent role now. I, her accent just pisses me off. Cause she's from the South. She should have a better, better Southern accent than what she has. <laughs> what are we talking about again? Anna Paquin. Oh, okay. Don't know what it is. Rogue. She played Rogue in the oh, X-Men movies. Okay, yeah, she was from uh, Meridian, Mississippi, on the movie. Yeah, I remember. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that does it for news. Uh, we didn't have very many stories, but we talked a lot. Yeah. So uh, what are we watching, you guys? What's the right? Oh, yeah, the right is uh, you know another horror horror film uh, with everyone's favorite uh, you know, cannibal. Uh, it's actually not bad. It's... When I really think about it, I think it probably could possibly could have been a low budget film, but it's it's one of those movies more of um it's trying to be realistic. It's supposed to say it's based on a true story, but it's you know it's not told like a narrative. It's just pretty much you know an individual story, you know demon possession type stuff. Um, the movie's main focus is I would say is you know trying to reaffirm you know one's belief in God per se. By saying that, you know, if there is a devil, there has to be a god type of thing. And the movie actually was pretty spooky. Um, Anthony Anthony Hopkins actually did a very good, interesting role. Uh, a lot of reviewers didn't like it. They said he was pretty much Hannibal Lecter and, uh, what's her name? Linda Blair or whatever that is, uh, rolled into one character. But, and if you like a, you know, a good spooky movie that, you know, it's not full of special effects. Uh, I could see the camera tricks in it, but you know it was it was made like you know hey this may you know have happened you know per se you know it's hard to disprove it type of thing and it was it was interesting. I, I enjoyed it. Hmm. Basically, Anthony Hopkins needed a paycheck, and they said, "You want to play Hannibal Lecter again?" He's like, yeah, "Pretty much," because he's. Cause he's kind of not even the he's not even the star of the movie, like 
you 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 seem to about like twenty minutes into the movie also. He's pretty. He, he plays the role of this uh, what this Roman priest who's supposedly done hundreds of exorcisms. Uh, oh, it's it's so it's like an exorcism movie. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's exactly an exorcism movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's not like one. It is one. Oh, he's also playing Odin this year in Thor. So. I guess that shows really? him. Really? Yeah, he's he's Odin. Wow! Wow! And, and, uh, can I? Since Thor came up, uh, I'm kind of excited about the Thor movie. Uh, the Super Bowl spots are pretty. Uh, it's uh, peak mantras. Oh uh, yeah, I've I've liked everything I've seen out of the previews of Thor, and and uh, the cast looks like it's spot on. So yeah, it should be good. Yeah, I hear. Thor is supposed to have like one of those like very stronger popular uh, villains from the DC universe in it too. I forgot who. Is um, it Loki? I'm, I'm thinking it's, I don't think it's Loki in this one. Well, well, it is Loki, but I think there's someone above Loki. I remember reading about. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'll, we'll just wait till it comes out. That's the easiest way to do it. So uh, you, Power so, Rangers. Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, I. It was. Well, that was such a chore to sit through, but I could not bring myself to change the channel. I was like, "Wow, Nickelodeon!" And they was like, "Hey, the Power Rangers are back. This is the new, the first, the premiere of the new Power Rangers. Like premiere of new Power Rangers. Why wow, the Nickelodeon? You know, buying everything. Said, Let me give this a look. It might be interesting." <laughs> It, to say that this is a premiere or you know a <laughs> new Power Rangers, it just starts like it just starts as a show that's been running for a while. Like you know, you know in the first Power Rangers, you know you get to see the kids, you know get their powers. These kids have had their powers. They've been training. They know what they're doing. Like it's it's just it's like it's just a continuation. It's not a new show. It's got its extremely cheesiness, just like everything else. It's got its scenes where everyone does their you know, transformation, which is, which you're pretty much going to, you know, see in every episode. They're going to use that to eat up about three minutes of showtime every time. <laughs> uh, the bosses talk too much, make lots of puns. It's it's exactly what I watched in the <laughs> early 90s or late 90s and I, mid 90s. And I was just sitting there like, wow, did I, did I really enjoy this? I, I, I have a huge <laughs> question. Like, where where do they get the footage of the mix fighting? Because this is like the same footage from freaking twenty or uh, ten fifteen years ago. I mean, are they just like getting this from Japan and just cutting it up still? Where do they get this stuff from? It's horrible. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I'm serious. It looks freaking horrible. I mean, what are we making this? I mean, what? Yeah, the build is like they made out of paper mache. I mean, I really want to know. I mean, where are they getting this footage from? This stuff looks freaking horrible. Well, if you're making a buttload of money on that already, and you continue to make a buttload of money doing that, I I don't see a reason to spend any more money on the production when you can just pocket the money. Dude, I don't know. If if we can have cartoons <laughs> that are full CG, like Mickey Mouse and and a whole bunch of others that are like full on CG cartoons. We can't like get no good. 
Yeah, we we can't get no good CG goodness in some in some Power Rangers, really. And they they're probably it seems they're trying to market this at the what twelve to what eight to twelve year olds, something like that. Yeah, boys, I do not think girls are gonna watch this at all. And like you say, you're talking about the CG and better effects. I'm still interested how you can knock sparks off of cotton. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least in the first Power Rangers movie, you know, it actually looked like they were wearing armor. You know, like bulky plated armor. But everyone's just in spandex with sparks flying off them, like 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 the sword is running across of across metal or something. It's, yeah, I, I can agree with that. The, the the first Power Rangers movie is the only Power Rangers I've seen where they did it right. It's like the stuff look real. They put some money into it. But everything else is just like, eh, what what's going on? Who does this? Uh, but really, I don't to be honest, I would not want it any other way. <sighs> Come on, man. You know, because that's what defines Power Rangers, how bad the production is. If they if they <laughs> come out with like a like an overproduced Transformers like Power Rangers movie or even TV show, I'd be like, well, now you're just another show. You're not yeah, Power I Rangers. I would stay with a passion if it if that good and yeah smooth. They need a proper reboot, man. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> or in this case, boot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it needs to end. It's how many powers have they went through, and and pretty much it kind of like they really went into a circle because the, the original Power Rangers. Yeah, pretty yeah. Because wasn't in the original Power Rangers their final, you know, Voltron met pretty much a samurai. So now they're actually calling them a samurai now. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's... Uh, yeah, like every time I I remember, oh hey yeah, there's Power Rangers, aren't they? Those things they're still around. It it's a different name. Like over the past seventeen years, eighteen years has been Sam uh, Power Ranger Samurai RPM Jungle Fury Dino Thunder Time Force Lost Galaxy. I mean, Zeo Turbo. Yeah, uh, I, I mean <laughs> Mystic they, Force. They, they they've done Mystic the. Force. Yeah, they they've done the equivalent of like the turtles that came out in the early '90s. If they would have just kept putting that same show out over the last 15 years and not done anything to improve it, that that would be the equivalent of, of what's going on. Oh, Sorry, man. Serge. Oh, and uh, there is there is no black ranger this time. I think I guess other uh, racial issues. Maybe the black guy is a blue ranger now, and <laughs> pink looks purple and. <laughs> but I guess but they probably did it because everyone's outfit has black in it now, so that might be why there's no Black Ranger because he would just be black on black. Yeah, back back in the day, the Black Ranger was black, and the ye- the the Yellow Ranger, Yellow was, Ranger was Asian. Yeah, Asian. yeah. the Red Man. Ranger had Native American descent. <laughs> <laughs> the Pink Ranger was a very white girl, and. I guess you just left with the Blue Ranger. The Blue Ranger was just a white dude. Really. Billy. <laughs> wow, it's kind of sad. I remember that. Okay, what else we got? <laughs> <laughs> what else do we have? Ah, Carl, you went to a party, or I guess a comic con. Yeah. I'm did you Did you bust any ghosts? <laughs> I met I met a, a buster of ghosts. 
He definitely said busted made him feel good. <laughs> Ernie Hudson rocks. He he he's actually a very genuine guy. Like you're sure he was there working, but you know I re- he I really felt like he was somebody you could just talk to, and, and you know he'd be truthful with you. He wasn't you know just spinning it for for profit or or whatever. But the one thing I can say about the Comic Con. I did not know what was going on. Wait, wait! You never told us where you went. Oh, this one was in New Orleans. Okay. And which is you know very close to our good little South Mississippi area, so it was a short drive for me. Uh, It was decent size. I would call it. Well, not too big. It was one sixth of E (laughs) three. About four times as large as the Jackson Comic Con. And they actually, but the funny thing about it, they actually had a lot of stars there. Um, I really felt sorry for Burt Ward. For those who don't know who Burt Ward is, he was the original Robin in the old Adam West Batman, you know, wearing the, the pantyhose and stockings with the homoerotic rope climbing uh, scenes. But, like, as soon as you enter the auditorium, there's Burt Ward and Adam West sitting there, each with individual roped off lines. Adam West had a line that was going around the corner. Oh, Bert no. did not have a single person. I was like, man, they should have just made one line and, <laughs> I don't know, let the person speak to both of them together. Yeah, but that's I wrong. Think it, but I think it may have been Adam West. I don't think Adam West wants to associate with that guy because a picture with Adam West cost $85. Everyone else was just charging 30 or 40 uh, if you wanted a picture with Adam and Bert, it was like a hundred and something dollars. So Adam West was definitely there for the cash, and I think he was their main headliner. Uh, well, to, for, to be fair, Adam West is a much bigger star than Bert Ward. That's mostly thanks to Family Guy. Probably. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he has a very memorable voice. I give him that. Um, an old black guy was there. I can I remember his name. Was it Morgan Freeman? Uh, <laughs> Same, I can't remember his name. Uh, but oh no, I'm not talking about Billy D. That's another old black guy. But <laughs> Billy D was here too. <laughs> and it's sad that that's all I thought when I saw him was, "Wow, this man is old. He does not he look old. like. He does not look like Lando. He looks like. Let me hold your hand and you know, <laughs> oh, you Let me hold your hand, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but he he was nice. I give him points because we missed our photo opportunity with him, and he came back to do another one uh, later on. But yeah, that could have all been, you know, cash related. But he might have just been doing it for the fans. Who know? Um, Wait, so oh, so a, those pictures you took with him cost cost money? Well, the one with Billy D. Uh, Ernie Hudson was, was was great. He let us take uh, uh, pictures of him. But yeah, you had to pay for Billy D and all the other stars. Oh, and talking about paying for the stars, everyone was in love with the James Masters or Masters, the guy who played Spike and Buffy. They yeah, loved this Piccolo. guy. I'm <laughs> huh? I say I think he played Piccolo in the Dragon Ball Z movie, but we don't want to talk yeah, about that. Thank- <laughs> Thankfully, it was Dragon Ball, so Dragon Ball Z can possibly still be, you know, good. <laughs> But yeah, everyone loved him. Oh, the guy that played uh, Darth Maul and Toad was there. Um, that can't be. I can't remember his name. 
Ray Park. Yeah, Ray Park. He's a very good martial artist. They told us the Batmobile and the DeLorean was going to be there. It was not. The, the Scooby-Doo mystery machine was there. That <laughs> From the movie? What? Yeah, that was like, really? That, that's what they replaced it with. I was I was hurt. If, I was like, dude, if, if I could get a picture of me sitting in the uh, in the DeLorean, I could die happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted to do because that's what they were letting people do with the Scooby Doo Mystery Machine. Get inside and they got like a, a plush Scooby Doo hanging his head out the back window, so he'd be in the picture with you. And it sucked. Oh, they it, had two. Of, I was just saying, sad when the mystery mobile is a replacement for the DeLorean. <laughs> that no, no, it isn't. No, it's a sad. It, 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 yeah, it's sad, but that's no replacement. <laughs> yeah, it's very sad. Tear. It, like it was supposed to be the Adam West uh, old Batman Batmobile too, but I don't it, know what happened. And you would think the DeLorean would have no trouble getting there. It can travel through time. <laughs> <laughs> Only in our dreams. <laughs> 88 miles per hour. Oh, but other than that, you know, I went and saw a lot of the comic book artists, uh, some real nice pictures. Uh, I recognized a few characters, you know, lots of, uh, you know, starving artists. Uh, they had a very huge table game section for Magic Magic players and all those other card games. Didn't see Pokemon. <laughs> I guess they wouldn't really be considered for those guys. Uh, let see, what else did I see there? Oh, they had like a little medieval fighting area in the back where you could watch people whack each other with plastic apparatuses. No uh, cosplay? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Lots, lots of cosplay. Lots of costumes running around. There was a... There was like a 5'11 girl dressed as an avatar with a Navi from from Blue Avatar. She had the entire outfit on. You know, she was painted blue and pretty much just had a loincloth on and a large bow and arrow. And let's see. Oh, there's cool Freddy Cougar running around. Lots and lots of stormtroopers. Uh, the female stormtroopers were funny because their stormtrooper armor was a two-piece. Uh, you know, I wonder how that would work in uh, the rebellion. <laughs> all in all, it was, it was interesting. Um, both days was definitely a waste waste of money. One day is sufficient. And the other thing I learned too is. Go to the panels. Those are the best. They are free. You can ask whatever questions you want. And no matter who it is, you can take all the pictures you want. But instead of being, you know, restricted and security all over the floor, you know, blocking you from getting to certain people, etc. But the panels are pretty good. Got to meet the guy who won uh, Stan Lee's Who Wants to Be a Superhero thing. <laughs> oh, Lightspeed. <laughs> I think there was a guy. I think, yeah, had to be. Yeah, it might have been his name. He was a police pol- police officer. But, yeah, good stuff. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. What's next? Oh, I'm playing a game on my my uh, my PSP, actually. I, I dusted it off. And bought the new Jack and Daxter, or not new, it's been out a while, but the most recent Jack and Daxter game. I was going to say they actually made a new game for that. What, for the PSP or <laughs> that franchise? <laughs> Both. <laughs> it sounds well, like you said Jack and Dagger. I was going to say that sounds like a 
Jackie, that sounds like a porn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jack and Daxter: The Lost Frontier uh, came out on both PS2 and the PSP, and since it was built for PSP and just kind of ported to PS2, I decided to buy it on the PSP. Besides, I don't have very many games from running PSP, so. <laughs> what did did you really just say it was built for the PSP and ported to PS2? Yes. Wow. That's... That, actually, that's happened with a lot of games. Really? Yeah, like they did a they did a couple of Ratchet games like that. They uh, what else did they do? I guess it wouldn't re- have to raise up much at all to do that. No, no, no. and and th- this game plays just like a Jack and Daxter game. Wow. Except it's really hard, like significantly harder than any other Jack game I've played. I, I don't know if it's because I'm playing it on the PSP, but there's been several sections I had to try like eight, nine times before I got got through them. And if anything, you know, it's it's competent. It's not it's not made by uh, by what's her Naughty Dog, who usually makes all the Jack and Jack Dexter games, but. It's good enough to to you know enjoy on my lunch breaks, <laughs> which is really all it has to be if it's a portable game. Uh, it really I really miss those characters and that that just that that whole that world. And I really hope that after Uncharted three, you know Naughty Dog steps up and says, "Okay, let's revisit Jack because that that would be fantastic." Yeah, Jack and Dexter on, on, Move Edition. Oh yeah, on PS yes, on PS3 in high in 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 you know high def. <laughs> I hear they are making uh this move edition. Uh, Kotaku kind of dubbed it Sony Smash Brothers. I think they'll have Jack and Dexter, the Sly Cooper people, and the Ratchet and Clank people in one in one game. Well, the, yeah, they are making a game uh, called PlayStation Move Heroes, but it's not like a fighting game. And it does, pretty yeah, much a, it, it, Mario Party more than Smash Brothers. No, no, I think it's like an adventure game that's that's uh, co-op, I think. But it, it's it's move based and it does star you know the Sly Ratchet and the Jack and Daxter dudes, all, basically all Sony properties. So I guess in in a way, it is all, you know in Smash Brothers like that. <laughs> oh man. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know why the idea just popped in my head. Will, will, there, will we ever see a uh, player versus player, same console, connect fighting game? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just called fighting. <laughs> no, I'm oh. talking about fighting against each. I mean, fighting against each other, player versus player, like versus in the same room on the same console. <laughs> so like I guess your characters wouldn't really have any skills. It's just all your wild flailing. Well, I'm the, attack. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just thinking of the possibility of two idiots in the living room like almost killing each other cuz they're trying to do moves on screen and you know. Hey, well, I'm I'm just thinking how often would it break out into an actual fight? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, could couldn't they just skip skip all the you know, the middleman and just Let's have a the game that grades, grades how well you fight each other in front of the Kinect camera. Yeah. yeah those would be some awesome uh, quick Facebook picture posts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of that, Sergio, yeah, yours are pretty hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, oh, man. That if, if anything came out of my Kinect purchase that I like, it's those dumb pictures that Kinect uh, Adventures takes. And that's also funny to me too. Okay, this camera 
is reading you detailed enough to allow the Xbox to read your motions, et cetera, et cetera. Why is it taking freaking QVGA quality pictures? Because that's the that's the resolution it's reading at. Uh, I, I know they're trying through software. They're trying to up the resolution. I think right now it's six forty by four eighty, but they have. I mean, they can possibly like raise as much as two or three more times in resolution. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty low right now. Yeah, and and the thing is that the the hardware was set up to you know, read you in the 3D environment. It wasn't set up to create pictures. And that's the other thing, too. Like, it's, you know, it also seems to have a very slow lens. But if it's reading you fast enough to accept your input, from looking at the speed of the lens and the blur in the image, I guess I got to ask you this question. How much lag do you notice on your input when playing your games? More than more, more than you would like. Uh, yeah, all uh, all of your moves have to be very carefully calculated because it's there's there's a lot of lag. Mm. Oh well, Connect is still settling like gangbusters, doing better than moves. Mm-hmm. And now it's it's the triumphant return of Carl's deals of the week. Deals we've had some of since you were gone. <laughs> yeah, we've had some since you were gone. But they haven't been nearly as as Carlicious. <laughs> oh gosh, as yours are. Hey, so Carlicious uh, deals. Want to <laughs> feed on my deals? I got a quick good one for you people. Um, those of you like me or like my wife who probably still have an old single core PC, but was not sure which PC to buy, which parts to buy. Uh, you know, due to pretty much I think CPUs are up to like six and seven cores now. I seven, etc. But still, there isn't an OS written yet that's even taken true advantage of your dual core. So I say go with a cheap four core. Tiger Direct, um, Circuit City, and you know all those same people owned by the same people, uh, System X computers, etc. They have a $199 bare bone four core PC bundle. Uh, that's the AMD Phenon. I think it's the X2. Uh, this should be more than enough power to get your basic stuff done. Um, of course, it's a motherboard with onboard video, but that onboard video is probably higher than what your video is in your AGP slot. And then you have PCI slots to express slots to get your upgraded card if you want. Um, at first, this I thought this was sold out before we were discussing it, but it looks like they either built another 199 bundle or they just changed the page because uh, I've relinked it now to the correct page for 199. I say it's worth it. Um, the only issue, you know, you got the OS doesn't come with it, but it comes with everything you need to build a computer, uh, besides the monitor also. So I guess that's also an issue for some people. But who doesn't have a monitor they don't want to use? You have your motherboard, your RAM, your CPU, your hard drive, your case, your CD-ROM drive, power supply, et cetera, et cetera, additional RAM maybe, I think. So you have everything you need to actually get to a buy screen. <laughs> so... That, that's actually think, that is a really good deal. Yeah, that's I like. I've some someone who commented uh, put the items together and they say you're saving about eighty four bucks if you were to buy all these components separately. I think that's a damn good deal. So take that eighty four bucks. Use Tiger Direct's new computer purchase thing. I think that I think OS is Microsoft probably does. You should be able to get a Windows Seven Home. I think for like, for like eighty bucks or ninety nine dollars. Windows Seven really went down. 
last time I looked, but I, you know, I could be wrong now. But so you pretty much could build you a decent, very solid uh, home PC that I would think you would be able to do some very good upgrades with that should last you probably to the next Windows, Windows 7, I almost said Windows Phone, and Windows Phone 8. I say give it a try. I've actually considered getting this for my wife for Valentine's Day, but this sale came up a little too late and it wouldn't arrive in time. And yes, my wife is geeky enough to really love a computer, a gaming rig for Valentine's Day. I say do it. Just here's, hand her the receipt on Valentine's Day. This, <laughs> this, this will be here in a few days, babe. Sorry. Yeah, because she says she wants to watch me assemble a computer, so this also be a plus. So. <laughs> Isn't that some type of fit? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> zero insertion Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me well, let me check that zip slot. <laughs> Oh god. Um, but yeah, that, that that's a really good deal. My only concerns, like with specs wise, is two gigs of RAM is not much. Yeah, especially not for Windows Seven. Yeah. That's and the power supply is four hundred watt, but it is it is ripe for an upgrade. Yes. And if you yeah, already like, have uh, an uh, an OS that's just kind of sitting around, you, this is a steal. Yeah, like you already got XP. She already has a 22-inch monitor. The, plow, the power supply on her current computer I had replaced for her anyway, so it's over 500 watts. So, and that's an upgrade right there. Um, I think her video card's crap, though. I think it's just, uh, <laughs> or it might truly be very bad drivers. Because I think she's installed her drivers many, many times, but never flushed them, and she's never reinstalled uh, Windows. So I think that's one of the reasons why she has a lot of NVIDIA graphic issues, but which, you know, a flushing could fix or a Windows 7 could fix or a, a new computer with a PCI Express slot video card could fix. Yeah. And knowing you, Carl, the, the way you don't upgrade your computer, you buy this, it could last until like 2025. <laughs> yeah. I'm still amazed. I'm still amazed at how good my single-core AMD 64 is fulfilling my comp- computational needs. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever said, heard anyone say computational needs. <laughs> oh, man. Well, fellas, that does it. That That's the end of the podcast. How do you feel? Yeah. yeah I, feel, I feel good. Yeah, I, I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, I feel they should uh, visit the site, com. Yes, yes, they should. They should also follow us on Twitter. Uh, send us some fan mail. Uh, just send us straight to fans at techpedition.com or visit the site and click on the, the, the link that says fan mail. Or actually, I don't even know what that link looks like. Yeah, like us on Facebook. There we go. Contact the contact page. Uh, yeah, like us on Facebook. That way, you'll get you know our feed right to your to your uh, news feed. Otherwise. Yes. Subscribe to our YouTube videos. Uh, if you like fighting games, uh, look up Caesar on PS3 for some Street Fighter, some Super Street Fighter uh, fun. He will beat you. He will beat you bad. I might. There's some people who play a lot more than I thought I did. Uh oh. Very very quick. Are you but getting then, Are you getting schooled by PS3, dude? Very, very uh, quick. There's too much lag on PS3. 